episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Braddon. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, another weekend of SEC football has finally arrived. I'm fired up, man. How are you? Oh, me too, man. It, I don't know about you, brother, but it feels like this week has just flown by. Oh, um, yeah. You know, it, it almost felt. I think we we got we ca- we caught got caught looking in the rearview mirror just a little too much. I think we did a little recap a day longer than we should have because it did, hasn't gave me the opportunity to really embrace how wild and fantastic this weekend is going to be. But yeah, brother, as I'm putting these score predictions together, and of course I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie, Mike. I'm, I'm the last few weeks i'm oh three uh on my wager pick so i'm like is this the week i rebound and and after looking at the picks i think so brother i think i'm going undefeated this week so don't 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 try to get my money because i'm taking everybody's (laughs) well it is friday shane do you think alabama fans are finally over that tennessee game no no they're not I, i keep seeing the tweets and stuff i saw one today it was a Halloween costume, and it was a referee with a power T right in the middle. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no, they're they're they'll be ready. I I, I have full confidence the Crimson Tide will be ready, but uh, I am not confident in that game at all because I've I've kind of when we're going to get to it, but there's just so many of these games this weekend, brother. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of the. It's just it could go either way, mm-hmm. and and I can convince myself easily that this team's going to dominate the other. But then when I start thinking about it a little bit, I'm like, no, no, I don't see that happening at all. And I can flip flop it like that. So right. that's that's that makes for exciting college football. Well, brother, hey, we've got our picks made. We're about to announce them, but before we do that. Hey, we got to mention our sponsors, Shane. And, and mm-hmm. as always, man, we are, you know, we don't, I don't like to say I work hard. I work long hours, but I do my best to provide all this content free of charge, Shane, to all our mm-hmm. fine audience members. And the best way to keep this show free, take advantage of these sponsors like Game Time Sidekicks. I got my cup right here. I know Cousin Shane's got his cup area as well. And this is a... Really outstanding product. I cannot stress enough how nice these tumblers, these cups, insulated, Mm -hmm. double wall insulated, lined with copper to make sure your drink stays hot or cold at the game, at the tailgate, or all day at work. This is officially licensed NCAA product, Shane, made out of Knoxville, Tennessee. And if you Mm -hmm. go to this website, GameTimeSidekicks.com, Put in the promo code HEYBUDDY, all one word, you'll get 15% off your entire order over at GameTimeSidekicks.com. All that information can be found in the show notes. And I know I gave you some Game Time Sidekicks, Shane. You're pretty fired up with it. <laughs> yeah, my daughter stole two of them. I got, I got upset with her. She took one to school today, and I was like, where is it? Until I get it back, I'm keeping your phone. So <laughs> these are heavy duty, man. 
They're hardcore, and that's what I love most about them because they can throw around the back of the truck, uh, and, and then you pick them up, and they're ready to rock and roll. So these cups are awesome. Um, obviously, I'm holding my, my Tennessee Rifleman here uh, for the camera, but they've got every team, all sports. So jump on there. We've got Christmas right around the corner. Now's the time to get that order in. Yeah, perfect, perfect gift idea right around the corner. And we're also brought to you by Wager, Shane, another Tennessee-based business. <laughs> Wager betting app, peer-to-peer -peer service, Shane. You're not betting against a casino. You don't have to worry about your money going to some who knows where in Las Vegas. This is peer-to-peer, -peer, so you're betting against your friends. You're betting against us. If you download this Wager app, you can search us out, That SEC Podcast. We got our own group on there. It's filled with listeners to the show. You can make, you don't like our bets? Wager against <laughs> us here. And man, are we on a cold streak right now, which all you got to do is fade our picks. You're going to make some money on Wager. The best thing, Shane, you put in that promo code SEC. They will give you free $20 to wager with today. Mm -hmm. No credit card required. I mean, this is an amazing, amazing deal. They'll also match your initial deposit up to 100 bucks with that promo code SEC. Don't reveal your wager just yet, Shane, but how confident <laughs> are you in your wager of the week? Not at all, man. I told you. I'm 0 for 3, potentially 0 for 4 here. I need to add a feature that says, are you sure? So when I put my wager in, he can say, are you sure you want to do this? So right now, if you want more free money, just come over there and put, take my wager. Take my money. Yeah. And last but not, certainly not least, Shane, Prize Picks. Head on over to prizepicks.com. Download that app with that promo code SEC. Same promo as the wager. They're matching your initial deposit up to 100 bucks, And all I do, mm -hmm. Shane, is produce winner after winner after winner. No matter what Cousin Shane says <laughs> about my daily fantasy picks here, he, he hated them last week. I went perfect <laughs> on a prize pick. So don't listen to Cousin Shane. Listen to me when it comes to your daily fantasy sports options, prize picks. Again, all these sponsors are in the show notes. Don't forget, Hey Buddy is a promo code for Game Time Sidekicks. SEC is the promo for wager and prize picks. Are you ready to hear my prize pick selections for this week, Shane? Absolutely, brother. And I'm just copying yours now because you are on fire. <laughs> Legit on fire. You're giving away money. So, yes, let's hear them. All right. So, hey, stay with me on this one. I, you, you may not like it at first, but okay. <laughs> Handon Hooker, Tennessee quarterback, uh -huh. under 342 and a half passing and rushing yards so this is something unique they've they've done this year at prize pick shane where you can combine the passing and the rushing yeah 342 and a half rush rushing passing for hendon hooker i'm going under against ut martin Ooh, okay so i i, I guess you're considering this a shootout that's going to end pretty quick yeah um so yeah i <laughs> I see where you're coming from. That's a that's a bold one, Mike. That's that's a bold strategy. I mean, if uh, he was playing a whole game, he'd probably get 600 yards. You know what I'm saying? But uh, right, I right. Think, but, I think by before halftime, he'll be on the bench. Well, and, and you know, when I think about it, I think of Cedric Tillman. You know, at Ball State, this is a this is a game they didn't need him at that time, and he got right. injured. So you don't want your quarterback laying out there either. So you may be right here. Now, how about this? And you, and you got a serviceable backup. So, exactly. I, I think that – yeah, absolutely. I like it. Uh, that all went into the, the next winning prize picks here, Shade. How about staying on that same game? 
Tennessee running back Jabari Small. Yeah. Over 62 and a half rushing. Because I think this is clearly a game where, I mean, Tennessee is going to be able to do whatever they want. But you got to imagine they're going to stick to that ground game. going to be ground and pound. They're going to mm-hmm. just rack up the rushing total against UT Martin. Thoughts on Jabari Small going over 62 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, I think they're going to keep it vanilla, not show too much. And right, to do that, right. you just keep keep the ball rolling. So I like this pick as well. Now, final one here, Shane. S- South Carolina quarterback Spencer Rattler under 17 and a half passing completions. Mm. You know, it'd be interesting to see how many attempts he's got against his Texas A&M defense, which can be taken advantage of on the ground. Do you think Spencer Rattler gets to 18 passing completions? I guess this one is going to be more of a gut check. If you think South Carolina is playing from behind, then yes. Yeah. But if you think that it's a tight game, then I'm right there with you. Or even them winning, they're going to try to keep this ground and pound with mm-hmm. Lloyd. So, uh, yeah, I think I think this is a good bet. But it's a gut check for you and how you feel about this game exactly well let's get to it then buddy are you ready to pick some games hell yeah let's do it (laughs) now of course uh, we never pick the uh you know spreads against these fcs i mean it's not even competitive football games but we do got one on the docket shane ut martin at Mm -hmm. tennessee noon eastern 11 a.m central on the sec network again no spread for this no over under um, so I'm just asking you for, you know, what you'll be looking for from the Vols. But before you make uh, your, you know, give us your commentary, Shane, just want you to know UT Martin, they've won three in a row. They beat mm-hmm. Murray State. They beat Tennessee Tech. And by God, did they put a whooping on Lindenwood. <laughs> I never even heard of Lindenwood till today, Shane, but they beat it by 30 points. So what we Sounds be- like a family guy school, <laughs> you know? <laughs> What will you be looking for from the balls in this matchup? Oh, man, I want to see some defensive pressure. Uh, we've, we've been trying to orchestrate different types of blitzes and things like that against Alabama, and I know that's a superior, you know, competitor. But yeah. I, I with this team, there's there's no reason that we can't get pressure in the backfield. So I, I want to see the, these guys pin their ears back and get some – get some. I, mean, I want to see some sacks, man. I just want to see some boys getting back here in the backfield. So that's what I'm looking for with Tennessee is more about defense than offense. We know they can move the ball. I want to see them just lock down that side. Yeah. You know, Shane, remember on the old NCAA video game when you'd get one of these opponents in there and, you yeah. know, you're used to, you know, the, all the players' names being on there. Uh-huh. And then, the you know, the announcer would say them. But then you'd get these teams and it's number two, passes to number three, <laughs> pa- number four on the rush. That's what this game feels like. So I don't know why the hell I'm thinking of that. But for me, Shane, I want to see this Tennessee defensive backs, uh, how they yeah. perform. Because, I mean – Surely they'll beat the hell out of this team, but their quarterback's got 11 passing touchdowns, only two interceptions. Mm -hmm. Their running back has 10 touchdowns on the year. So this is an offense that can score, Shane, and I think you know, this is going to be their Super Bowl-type game. So they're going to give it their best shot. Tennessee's got a really banged-up secondary. They're going to need some young guys to emerge. I think they're going to rest a lot of key starters in that secondary this week. So who emerges? Because whoever plays – this uh, weekend in the secondary for Tennessee, Shane, I think they're mm-hmm. going to be counted on in this back half of the season to make some plays and potentially even start in games against Kentucky and Georgia. So 
that is something to to really see who emerges in that defensive backfield for the Tennessee Vols. I want to ask you on this one. Uh, do you do you expect to see Tillman? And, and I know this is not a game you need Tillman. Right. But if if he were able to go, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to get him a couple of those reps in. Do you think we see him at all Saturday? I don't think we will, but I see what yeah. you're saying. If he's maybe a little bit ahead of schedule and mm-hmm. you know he feels 100%, I do. I wouldn't mind rolling him out there. Now, I know I know everybody's going to be saying, well, what the hell? we got to keep this guy healthy. I get yeah. it. But also, next week, big game, Kentucky. You know, there's going to be major right. major rust. If uh, if, yeah. he's, if he's good to go, I give him like a series or two in this ball game just to, you know, maybe let him get, yeah. hit, a, get hit a little and, and let him know, you know, be all right. Maybe catch him a 60-yard touchdown and then say, all right, <laughs> your day's done. You're good to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think it's a prime example. We got Rodriguez when he came out, a little bit rusty, a little bit not in game shape. Right. You know, it's one thing to run on the sidelines, but it's another to run out there on the field. So mm-hmm. I think uh, getting ready, getting you know just ready for a game, um, I, I think it would be a good idea. But I've just not heard anything, so I've seen if you heard anything. Yeah, no, I don't think he's going to play. But okay, if he's a, if he says you know if he feels a hundred percent, then yeah, I would play him. A, yeah. a couple of snaps in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Not the whole game, certainly. No, no. All right, how about this one, Show SEC matchups the rest of the way. Vanderbilt at Missouri. Them Tigers favored by 14 points at home. The game mm-hmm. kicks off at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central on the SEC Network. The over-under is 50 total points. Missouri's won two in a row against Vanderbilt. They're 9-4-1 all-time against the Commodores. And last season, Shane, Missouri won 37-28 to in Nashville. Who are you liking the matchup? Oh, buddy. I think Coach Lee's had this one pinned up on the board for a while. I, I think there was a handful of SEC games that, that he clearly thought he had an opportunity to win. Mm-hmm. And I think this week is that week. You look at what Vandy's done, they have really struggled against some of the superior defense. You think Alabama, you think Georgia, they cannot move the ball. But when they're not playing a superior defense, they are able to hang points with anybody. And that's what's scary because if this got in any type of shootout, I don't think Missouri can win the game. But Missouri has an elite defense. Mm -hmm. Nobody is talking about it. I know it's crazy because you may not have watched a game since Georgia, but these guys are pretty damn good. They're like a poor man, Georgia, if you will. And I expect them to flex this week. I expect them to put Vanderbilt in a box and not let them move the ball. I don't think there's a lot of points scored in this game. I just think Missouri's got majority of them. So give me Mizzou, 28, Vanderbilt, 10. And they get that last seven in the fourth quarter. <laughs> oh, so you think even in the fourth quarter we we're talking? Yeah, twenty-eight three. I I I I think it is a dominant defensive performance here. This is a game that I think I think Eli knows how significant this game is. You cannot afford to lose to Vanderbilt right now. Right. And to win fan bases back, you gotta you gotta put some of these dominant games away. And I think it's time. And this defense and this, you know, I think Lovett comes back. I think he gets a little bit better here. Yep. I th- I, th- I think we we start seeing that offense stretch a little bit like they did against the Georgia Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. And I just 
I, I just don't think there's enough weapons on Vanderbilt's side to keep the chains moving against these guys because they do play tenacious. So right. that's why I'm just thinking it's 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 over at half. You're not wanting to watch this game. Right. Well, Shane, you say it's a big game for drinking. It is. Yeah. I think it's an even bigger game for Brady Cook, starting quarterback. Because with two weeks to prepare, like you said, love it, expected to be back. Luther Burden, expected to be, you know, full ready to go after getting that long bye week. Missouri, uh, excuse me, Vanderbilt, number 14 scoring defense. Number 14 mm-hmm. pass efficiency defense. Number 10 rushing defense. These are all SEC stats. I mean, this is the worst defense. This is the worst unit in the entire SEC. If Brady mm-hmm. Cook, I'm not saying he's got to look like Hendon Hooker out here, but he has got to have a big performance. He's got to be efficient. He has got to be able to push a ball down the field. I mean, Missouri should be able to score. You picked him 28. I could see that. Yeah. I got him even scoring a little bit more. I mean, this this has got to be their most productive day of offense this season. Otherwise, it's time to turn the page to Sam Horn, the freshman. Yeah. Because we're struggling against Vanderbilt. <laughs> Man, you just you just ain't got it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, you know, I think Missouri, there's there's many different ways they can attack this Vanderbilt defense. But I, I'll be very curious to see that defense, like you said, Missouri, maybe the most underrated defense in the SEC going up against a Vanderbilt offense that's got a lot of weapons, a lot of explosive capability. I think Vanderbilt will score a little bit more than you. But mm-hmm. having two weeks to prepare is really a major, major advantage for Missouri. I'm going Missouri 38, Vanderbilt 16. So we, we both like Missouri and the points at home against Vanderbilt. This is this is about as big a must win as you could get for a coach. You know what? Yeah, a little bit of a night game too. I think that's big for fandom. You know, this isn't one of those noons or 11 o'clocks that sneaks up and bites you. You know, they've been right. promoting this game all week. I, I follow all the social media outlets there, and, and Mizzou's uh, doing something, what a gold out or something like that. They're, yep. they're doing something special for Vandy. And, you know, sometimes it's the little things that get your players fired up. So I think they'll be ready, and they won't overlook these Commodores at all. Mm-hmm. All right, how about this one, Shane? Texas A&M at South Carolina. Aggies Mm -hmm. favored by three points on the road, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. The over-under, 44-and-a-half. Good. (laughs) That's low. The battle Uh. for the bottom trophy, Shane, named after uh, Led Zeppelin's drummer, of course. Uh, A&M has won all eight in the series. Who do you like in the matchup? Wait, I'm I'm sorry. That, what's this trophy named again? The Bonham Trophy. It's it's not really has anything to do with Led Zeppelin, does it? <laughs> no. no. Okay. All right. I'm an idiot. That's, a, that's what I, I always believe. Think of. Yeah. The only time I if I hear Bonham, I think of the drummer for Led Zeppelin. You know what? Oh man. Well, I I I didn't know that. Okay. So <laughs> I knew there was a trophy involved. You had me there with Led Zepp. I was like, well, maybe the trophy hasn't been around that long. I mean, they just got in the SEC. So, uh, but anyway, brother, I think this is. This is this could be a tough game to watch. Yeah, I, I you know if you don't like, you know, you go from a game like Mississippi State or Tennessee and mm-hmm. Alabama putting all these damn points up, and then you watch South Carolina and Texas A and M. There's there's just going to be a natural lull to that thing. Now, could this catch fire and be a shootout? Absolutely, anything can happen, brother. But when I think of these two programs, 
and the fact that it's just a field goal difference with Vegas makes me think that this is going to be a hell a hell of a game, brother. Yeah. That this is going to come down to one or two possessions, and whoever's got control or whoever makes the least amount of mistakes in this game may walk away with the victory. And so I kind of went. This is one of those ones, brother. I just I, I went around my. This is the one I had trouble with the most. I'm not going to lie. Because I want to believe in South Carolina. I really do. I want to believe that that game against Kentucky was not a fluke. That it was that it was a launch pad for this university to finally start putting some wins in that column. Which they've done quite a bit this year. I'm not taken away from their season. But the, they, got, they got a tough road ahead of them. And they needed that game. And then you got Texas A&M on the other side doing the same thing, man. I felt like this tennis, this tennis, shit. I've been talking about Tennessee so much. This <laughs> Texas team was in the dumps, man. I mean, anything, everything they put out there, the product was god awful to watch. Yeah. They they just weren't sexy, and 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 to go from potentially being an SEC West, you know, champ to to now just scratching and clawing to get an sec victory it's been a brutal run but i think they did a lot of growing up i know i've said that a lot because i listen to these podcasts too mike but i really do think i really do think that the aggies are back okay just not texas back texas a&m back which means they're actually going to win some games so give me texas a&m winning this thing 21 south carolina Loses a fumble in the last drive. Morristown Honda, 20. (laughs) Man, you got some big-time confidence in the Maggies pulling the Morristown Honda in this one. Uh, I had to, man. I just, in, in fact, there was part of me that was thinking Texas A&M was just going to blow South Carolina out of the water. Mm-hmm. In fact, I just lied about my score. I had 21-13, but the more I talked about it, I'm trying to convince myself to give you that score, and I can't. I think the game's closer than that. So yeah. it's a one-possession game, and I think it comes down to turnovers, and South Carolina gives away one more than Texas A&M. Yeah. I think for South Carolina to win this game, Shay, they're going to need, obviously, the crowd to be in it. Uh, they're going to need something like a – they lead the country in blocked punts, a, a blocked punt, something like that. Yeah. The, the Kentucky game, remember they came out with a stupid trick play that blew up on them, something like that to, to get you going. Now, there is some speculation, Shane. This may have throw a whole wrench in your whole deal here, but I anticipate Haynes King is going to play. But there's some rumors that he may not even suit up for the Aggies and they may have to go with the freshman Connor Wigman. So – I don't know. I mean, maybe he's incredible, or maybe the, you, you just never want to go on the road in the SEC with a true freshman yeah. that's never played. So who knows how that's all going to play out. But this has got to be whoever the quarterback is. This has got to be the Devon Achain show. You know what? Yeah. I mean, we've seen him time and time again just be incredible for this Texas mm-hmm. A&M Aggies. We had Evan Stewart, the freshman. He, he really emerged against that Alabama Team, he looked like one of the best players on the field. Well, we've got Green, the freshman tight end. He's starting to make plays. A&M's defense loaded with young talent. They were making big-time plays against mm-hmm. Alabama, nearly pulled that upset on the road. How about this, Shane? If Texas A&M loses this football game, yeah, I'm not saying Jimbo's going to get fired like on Sunday or anything, but Oof. I really think it's the beginning of the end for him because – I mean, it, you literally got a, a playoff-type roster. 
this is totally inexcusable. So there's a lot of pressure, I think, on Jimbo. Now, mm-hmm. on the flip side, South Carolina, you got a lot to gain, I think, from winning this football game. Shay, we went about a couple weeks ago, we're like, man, this team, are they even going to make a bowl game? You know, are, yeah. are they going to win a conference game? Now, I really do think, Shane, if South Carolina wins this football game, they may be headed to a New Year's Day bowl at, at minimum. I mean, they're, oh. they're going to be seven and two, eight and two if they can beat Florida at Florida, which that's not a given, but, you know, you, you got to like, you know, that's kind of like a toss up type game here. So, There is a hell of a lot on the line for South Carolina. There's a lot on the line for Texas A&M. Neither offense is really (laughs) worth anything. (laughs) And both defenses, you know, have their strengths. So I'm right there with you. I think points are going to be at a premium. Wager of the week, Shane. I got no confidence in either team to win the game. But wager – the under for it's 44 and a half, but I'm going to wager that under. I think that'll hit, but I'm right there with you, Shane. I, this is just, this is a must win for A&M. So I'm going with the Aggies, Aggies 24, South Carolina 20. I didn't quite Morristown Honda this thing, but I, I considered it here. I think A&M has got the overall talent edge. They should win this football game. But again, would not surprise me at all if the Gamecocks win at home and move on to five and two. Okay, so we're both not confident in this game. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that more because of Texas AM or is that more because of South Carolina? I think it's because of AM. Because you they just yeah. week in, week out, you just don't know what you're we we thought Alabama was gonna beat them by like forty points. Yeah. You know what I mean? And right. we thought they'd kill Miami. Hell, we were, we we laughed at Appalachian game. You know what I mean. So it's like, yeah. we just you just don't know what you're gonna get with the Aggies. Is there a part of you that's thinking that this freshman comes in and and all of a sudden we're like, where the hell has this kid been the entire time? Don't it just feel kind of like that type of game? Maybe, and and maybe you know you got two weeks to prepare with them. Yeah. To for for him to get comfortable with the offense, not I have no idea if he was I'm not saying he wasn't comfortable before, but you know, that would give him a, a big leg up, I would think. So um yeah, two weeks to prepare for this football game. Both teams obviously have had two weeks to prepare, so we'll see what wrinkles maybe South Car what if South Carolina, Shane? I mean, they they have struggled on offense. Mm-hmm. Not the last two games, but Excuse me, the, the the two prior to Kentucky, and they yeah. they really came out strong in the second half of that Kentucky game. Maybe they have started to put it together. It yeah. again, if they come out and play up to their potential on offense, they could easily win this football game. Yeah, get a little special team turnover, like you said. Yep, a little Beamer ball. Mm-hmm. Got to take a shot every time you hear him say that. <laughs> You'll be drunk by half. But I, I think. I think you're right, brother. I think there was part of that. That Mine is not so much Texas A&M. Mine is South Carolina. Mm. If that second half South Carolina shows up that was in Lexington, mm-hmm. if they put together four complete quarters and Marshawn Lloyd has has a game, you know, which is tough against the, these Aggies, right. then I can easily see not just a win, but just an ass-kicking. And Jimbo potentially losing his job after this thing. That's that's where I go back and forth. But 
you know, I've got a soft spot in my heart for the Aggies, and I've had since week one. But after this, if they lose to South Carolina, I am never picking Texas A&M again. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Not till next year. Not till they get a new coach in there. <laughs> the podcast is brought to you by Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone also included, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. If you want to be like me and get rid of cable, Fubo TV could be your solution. Over hundreds of channels of live sports and entertainment for only a fraction of the cost of cable. Watch on all your devices with a cloud-based DVR, up to a thousand hours of cloud-based DVR included in this. There's no contract no commitment. You can cancel at any time. And right now, Fubo TV is giving you free Fubo for seven days and get a 15% off your first month if you go to FuboTV.com slash SEC. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot com slash SEC. You can try it for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. All right, Shay, next game on the docket, number 24, Mississippi State at number six, Alabama. Alabama mm. favored by 21 points. The game's at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central on ESPN. The over-under, 60 and a half total points. Last mm-hmm. season, Alabama won 49 to 9 in Starkville, and they have won 14 in a row over them Bulldogs. <laughs> Does the streak come to the end this weekend? Oh, you'd be amazed how close these teams are. That's going to be one of the first things they show you during this game is just the distance. A lot of people don't think Mississippi State and Tuscaloosa <laughs> are close, but they are. <laughs> All right, just getting that out of the way before somebody steals my thunder. But I'm going to tell you here, Mike, think about this game. <laughs> We got two butthurt teams coming into this thing. I called it the rebound game. That's oh, exactly right. I'm what sorry. it is. Can I stop you real quick, Shane? Yeah. I just want to – why I'm laughing. I did another interview this morning. Yeah. And and uh-huh. he's like, who, you, who who do you like in this Alabama-Mississippi State? And he's like, and if you don't know, these two schools pretty close together. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, they like to throw that stat out there, you know. And it's kind of like the one that Nick Saban and his assistants, they can't use that anymore. So I'm right. so glad. But they're not moving, you know, Tuscaloosa anytime soon. So this one's stuck with us for a while. And ABC's going to come around, and they're going to be like, oh, look here. This is unique. None of the SEC fans know that. So, yes, we do. All right. But I digress. What I'm saying here, Mike, is we got two programs that are butthurt, man. They're coming off some ugly wins. Or losses, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They should have beat – I mean, there's a lot of Alabama fans that are still, you know, looking in the rearview mirror, talking about Tennessee and all the calls that didn't go their way. They're talking about Burton now. They're talking about this. and They're not talking about Mississippi State. And then you look at the Bulldogs. Which team are you getting? You know, it's like a coin toss. You, are you getting the Texas A&M, Mississippi State? Are you getting the Kentucky, Mississippi State? You know, are you getting the LSU, Mississippi State? I mean, you could go back and forth. And I have no confidence with Mississippi State right now, and and I want to. I really want to because this game's teed up nicely for you. This game, 
the the one thing I, I think the draw is, uh, or the downside, if you will, is the fact that Alabama is coming off a game with Tennessee. Similar style offense, spread, moves quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think there's going to be some similarities there. And I think that's beneficial for the secondary to kind of fix some of them, them wounds that they had there in Knoxville. But, again, there's part of me wondering, like, how hungover are these teams? Because if Mississippi State fire, firing on all cylinders hits down there in Tuscaloosa, there's a, there's a real chance that they can walk away with a victory. But I'm just not convinced. I, I really think that this team is led by Bryce, and he played a hell of a game, and I expect another one this week. And as long as my captain is focused and, and you know, ready for task at hand, he's st- the, they still control their own destiny. They still can win out. They still can win an SEC championship. They still can win a national championship. That's what Bryce wants. He wants everybody, not just to let Nick Saban know that he's the best coach. He wants everybody to know he's the best quarterback that has ever come through that university. And I expect big numbers from him this weekend. So that's why I've got Alabama winning. Not covering the spread, ironically, but winning 42, Mississippi State 28. I think they backdoor that spread. Mm. Yeah, this is a fascinating one, Shane. I mean, obviously the bounce back question for both teams, like you said. But here's my problem, Shane. Alabama, I mean, when – you know, it's, it's funny because you don't want to disrespect them too much because, I mean, my God, they're <laughs> – they rarely ever lose a football game. But – I think they're overrated, Shane. And and that's not to say, you know, they're number six. I'm, I'm not saying they're, they're, they should be 13 or something like that. But right. they probably should be, you know, three or four. So may, maybe they're underrated as, as far as the number <laughs> in front of them. But where I say they're overrated was just all offseason. We had to hear how they're the best. They're going to be the best in the country. They're going to just run through everybody. They, you know, and I, I don't know if you heard it, Shane, but even Nick Saban and Will Anderson said, you know, this team was, like, rattled coming out here playing Tennessee. Now, yeah. is that because of the incredible crowd? Maybe. But, heck, they played in, down in Austin. They looked kind of rattled there, too. So, I just mm-hmm. – I don't think this is an all-time Alabama team like many people anticipated it to be. I think the rest of the SEC is is starting to catch up a little bit, brother. And Mississippi State, yes, they basically no-showed last week, and, and they got whooped by a, a very, very hungry Kentucky team with their backs against the wall. The good news, if I'm a Bulldog, this team is built to respond. Very experienced, got great leaders at key positions. I think Mississippi State has a big bounce back, Shane, and now that Alabama's lost the game, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that's some of the mystique has is, is gone slightly where, I mean, Mississippi State's got to be looking at that film and saying, hey, we can take advantage of this Alabama team just like mm-hmm. Tennessee did, just like Texas was able to in spurts. So I think this is going to be a competitive ball game, Shane. But, man, at the end of the day, it, it, when you lost 49 to 9 at home, <laughs> I mean, it, uh-huh. you'd be kind of foolish to, to pick the outright upset here. So I do like Alabama to win the game, but I like Mississippi State to cover uh, but I'm just not convinced like some people are that, uh, you know, Nick Saban is just going to rally the troops and work them hard mm-hmm. in practice. And we're just going to come out here and, and whoop everybody. I think this is just who Alabama is. And I think, I think they're going to be in a lot of tight ball games down the stretch. So I'm going Alabama 
35, Mississippi State 24. Ooh. So a little, <laughs> little bit lower scoring than you, but All right. I still yeah. I think it'll be a competitive ball game. What, what does Mississippi State got to do to win this thing, Mike? Well, they're great at uh, forcing turnovers. They got to keep that up. And, and Alabama's yeah. been terrible at giving the ball away. They didn't do it much in that Tennessee game, but uh, you know, outside of that one, they have turned it over left and right. That'll be paramount. Uh, Mike Leach's system has really struggled against Nick Saban. I think that's because up until this year, Mike Leach has kind of refused to run the ball. So get mm-hmm. those running backs going. That's that's something that's lost in that Tennessee upset last week, Shane. Anytime Tennessee got off track on, on offense, they yeah. stayed with the running game. And yeah. it's not like they ran wild on Alabama, but they, they it was never, never third and long. And that was paramount to that upset. So Mississippi State stay out of third and longs. They're one of the best. They were terrible against Kentucky in the red zone, but up until that point, Mississippi State was was literally the best offense in the country in the red zone. Got to get back to that. Make Take advantage of the opportunities you have because you may not have that many field mm-hmm. goals. Our kicking situation is a nightmare there in Starkville once again. <laughs> no field goals. Got to go for a touchdown every time. And the recipes for an upset are here, I really do think. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, final game, Shane. Game of the week, number <laughs> seven, Ole Miss at LSU. LSU now favored by two and a half points. What the hell? CBS <laughs> game of the week, 330 Eastern, 230 Central. The over-under, Shane, 66 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and last season, Ole Miss won 31-17 in Oxford. How about this stat, Shane? The home team has won eight of the last 10 in this series. Ooh. Are, are they going to make it 9 out of 11? I don't know, man. I don't know. Here's the thing, brother. I I love them old Miss Rebels, and I'm getting a lot of flack online. Shane does not care about our team. Shane never says anything positive about old Miss. You know, I say things positive. For starters, I think you got an excellent running two running backs. Yeah. I think you got a great coach. I, I would I would put Lane Kiffin up there with the upper echelon of coaching in the SEC in the country. Yep. You know, it's a it's a beautiful campus, beautiful mm-hmm. stadium. There's a lot of great things. The the color schemes, the uniforms, I'm the the only thing I don't care for is the dogs. The, the you know juice thing I think that one was was that was like a joke that went too far you know it's like the guy that comes to the office party and says the same joke every year you know it's just all right we got it the first time Steve but I I think the thing with Ole Miss that 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 drives me nuts is the schedule and and I don't get me wrong I have tried many many ways many many. I, even the Kentucky game was was a little bit. I, I just I I'm one of those. I am a naysayer when it comes to the schedule because I don't think we've seen the true colors of of Mississippi uh, or Ole Miss. I'm sorry. <laughs> you better edit that one out. They're really gonna be mad. All right, brother. But on the opposite, we got the LSU Tigers, and the LSU Tigers since that Tennessee game has been very impressive. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I love most about LSU 
is their running defense. If you think about last week, I know they let one, that big long one, get away with Anthony Richardson. Mm -hmm. He's a tough guy to contain. And I'm not saying Dart is an easy guy to contain. But if you look at the stats, LSU has kept just about every running back that they've ever faced in check. You go all the way back to New Mexico. Even Tennessee, we we got a 100-yard rusher in that game, but it took 22 carries and us up 30 points to get it. I So I think, you know, some of that is a little skewed. I think Ole Miss, don't get me wrong, Ole Miss is fun to watch if you like running, and they got the best one-two punch in the game. But I think the LSU Tigers, st- st- I think they load that box up and they make Dart win with his arm. And what game have you watched this entire season makes you think that Dart can win a game with his arm? I've not seen it, okay? And I maybe maybe I'm wrong because I am usually am. And this is my wager of the week because there's no other games left. So there's a good shot I'm going 0-4 here. But I'm going to tell you right now, this is not going to be fun to watch if you're an Ole Miss. This is the last time that you're going to be in the top 10 this year. Don't hate Shane, all right? I'm just, I'm just preparing you for what's about to happen. So I've got... Ole Miss, 24, LSU, 35. 11-point game, covers the spread, wager of the week. Mike, if I'm wrong on Monday's show, I'm going to wear that dark face paint, that shit he puts on his eye there. I'll have it the entire show, and and I will I will kiss Ole Miss's ass all day long. I just don't see it happening. They're going down to Death Valley, and they're going to get steamrolled. Hmm. Hey, you might be right, Shane. I mean, I heard this stat. I didn't research it, but uh, I heard it from a reliable guy that uh, Brian Kelly, how about this, Shane? First LSU coach ever to win at Auburn and at Florida in the same season. How crazy is that? Ooh, that's a crazy stat. So he's a, he's a great coach. Kayshawn Butte, he started to heat up, had, a, had over 100 yards, six catches last week against where, Florida. Where do you find these? Like, do you – Google these, or is somebody sending to you? Like, my father-in-law sends me, like, a Bible verse every morning. Is somebody sending you a stat like this every morning? No. Where do you come up with these? I, I love soak it. up all the knowledge I can. You know what? Because I, I have so little in my brain. So, I, I just heard someone say that. So, that's, that's pretty good. Jaden Daniels, 16 touchdowns, leads LSU in rushing and passing. You mentioned Jukins and Evans, Shane. How about this? The only duo in the country – that each have 600 yards. So, I mean, they can Oof. they can get you however they want, you know, with the, yeah. with, with this dynamic duo. Jackson D- Dart also a threat on his with his legs, as you said. Here's one you didn't get, though, Shane. Jonathan Mingo, receiver yeah. of Ole Miss, leads the SEC 24 and a half yards per reception. So, he's their big play guy. He could have a big, big performance here against them LSU Tigers. Oh, LSU. I thought you were saying Vanderbilt. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, he basically had 600 yards in one game. Yeah. But, hey, that counts too. You know, they're in the SEC too. Yeah, but, uh, I'm sorry. You know, Lane Kiffin, these are the games he shines, Shane. He, he always has something dialed up that uh, maybe, you know, against Auburn, they were just pounding and pounding and pounding. And you yeah. mentioned that, you know, if they need Jackson Dart to win you a game, can he do it? Well, he'll. He did it against Vanderbilt. I know it's Vanderbilt, but there was yeah. there was some evidence, and that was on the road as well, even though the vast majority of those fans were Ole Miss fans. That <laughs> is not going to be the case here Saturday in Tiger Stadium. I get it. But 
you know, I think Ole Miss, I think they're underrated. I think their defense, while they're giving up on the ground a little bit more than they should, their unique defensive system is is tough to prepare for. So can LSU really have that sustained success? I mean, they came out, Shane, and had six drives in a row of touchdowns mm-hmm. against Florida. I mean, that was one of the most impressive performances we've seen from an LSU offense since 2019, brother. And, hey, if they can continue to do that week in and week out, maybe L- you said A&M the other day is not going to lose a game. If LSU's offense keeps playing like this, they may not drop another game. So, LSU, again, we got we can't overlook the fact, Shane, they're playing number one in the West this weekend. They're mm-hmm. playing number two in the West after a bye week in two weeks here. So we could be sitting here three weeks from now saying, my God, LSU's number one in the West. But it ain't going to happen because <laughs> I'm so glad. Wagered of the week, LSU, because I like Ole Miss, Shane. I just think, I don't know. I don't just think LSU's consistent enough. I mean, they got great pieces, but they rarely yeah. put it all together I really do think you're, I think you're giving them a little too much credit for defending the running game. I think Ole Miss is going, you know, they're not going to go wild on LSU's great defense, but I think they're going to pick their spots. This is going to be the game of the week, no doubt. I like Ole Miss 33, LSU 30. Basically, mm. basically hard to Morris down this thing, but mm. all these haters, all these Shane haters out here is going to fuel <laughs> Ole Miss to one. More week of being undefeated. And who knows? I hope they keep it together, Shane, because uh, I certainly would like an Ole Miss-Tennessee SEC championship game. How about you? Oh, I would love it, man. Don't get me wrong. I give them a hard time, and I give Lane a hard time. But, I, you know, I, I think this game means more to the Rebels. they got to do this because there's people like me. He's talking heads. They're doing exactly what I told you not to do, and that's, you know, go through the schedule and make all these excuses of why they won. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't have to explain why you won a game. But LSU just feels like a different caliber team. It feels like a true pressure point, and I think we're going to be able to walk away from that game saying, I was right about Ole Miss or I was wrong about Ole Miss. So it's a good temperature gauge. Mm-hmm. And I'm the first to admit when I'm wrong, brother. I, I am, I've am i never backed down from a bet. I will have that damn face painting. I may even do the fight song. I don't even know. I don't, I've got to learn the words. I don't want to commit to that. That Kentucky song was real wordy, and, and it took me a little while to figure that one out. But I will say – Brother, you know, I am 0 for 3 on my wager, so Ole Miss fans are probably ecstatic that that I did not pick them. You know what I'm saying? They're probably – LSU is is sweating now because the Grim Reaper is back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Shane, I don't know about you, but I cannot wait for this weekend, largely because I don't know what in the heck is going to happen. I think we're going to get some Mm -hmm. very, very competitive games you got anything before we hop off the line? No, man. Again, this is going to be a wild weekend. I am not confident about any of these picks, and that's what I love because I could be wrong about every one of these games, and we may be on the edge of our couch again watching one of these teams come down to a final field goal. So I can't wait to experience that and, and embrace it. It's The leaves are changing. It's fall, man. we got Thanksgiving right around the corner. Yep. This is the best time of the year. And I absolutely am in heaven right now. So, brother, uh, that's all I've got. And uh, I guess I'll see you guys tomorrow. 
Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the show. Don't forget, if you made it this far, leave us that five-star writ review on the Apple Podcast app. We'll take them on Spotify. We'll take them on YouTube. You yeah. do any of those, we'll give you a, fear, a free beer koozie. Just send over your review, your address, and what mm-hmm. koozie you'd like to that secpodcast at gmail.com. But that's going to do it. Catch you on the next one. <laughs> Uh, Ole Miss fans, Melton, there's back right now. <laughs> Attention, cousin dumbass. <laughs>